Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of the day. It is the Right Guys Podcast, where we're just waiting to be replaced by a bunch of immigrants. And now your hosts, Josh Hammerling and Max McGuire. Welcome. Welcome to another edition of the Right Guys Podcast. My name is Max McGuire, here with Mr. Producer Josh Hammerling, getting us started with Great Replacement Theory. It was a theory. Remember when it wasn't real and it was like conspiracy? People were like, nah, that's never, that's not going to happen. It'll never happen. Never happen. Never happen. Never happen. And I was looking at the number who, uh, of migrants who've come in, right? And how short Democrats had been in elections for about three or four elections, right? It's always been about mm. that 11 million mark, right? 12 million, sometimes 7 million. And then suddenly there's a whole new group of people that show up maybe about 20 million of them, right? Which is beyond that that plus or minus. Yeah. And they could vote someday in an election if something isn't done about it, right? So how is it not a, a um, like a theory when we're watching it play out, right? I mean, it, am I wrong here? Is there something I'm missing? Because- No, there's nothing you're missing, but I would, I would posit that it actually doesn't have to wait that long mm-hmm. because the census is conducted with counting people not citizens mm. people and I, I i we were talking about this coming to air i am frantically um like after hours overnight i didn't get a lot of sleep last night trying to finish my book this is the mock-up conservative guide to winning every immigration argument because it's just so hot right now it's got to get out yeah. gotta get published um so i'm just doing a final read through and editing it um there is a democrat congresswoman who is on the record, Congresswoman in New York, on the record, saying that she needs more migrants for her district so she doesn't lose in redistricting the next time the census rolls around. So they don't even need to have these illegal aliens vote. They just need their butts in the seats. They need their bodies physically in the district 10 years from now, or sorry, six years from now, when the census takers walk through and count um wow so i'm just looking my great replacement theory is is page 432 (laughs) i am blown away the best max because it's people said i was crazy when i thought this stuff like they they genuinely would try to label me as like a hateful racist right Mm because that was the only argument they had left at that point right because they they are uh, they're replacing and and they're using did you know colorado is going to be 14 million in the hole for school services this year 14 million in the hole yeah then that's because of uh, just just migrant students that 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 was never accounted for in the budget. Where's that money going to come from, right? Where are they going to pull all that cash? Are they going to they're going to have to tax their districts? Something has to make up in that budget. And I I'm like blown away by that one. Fourteen million dollars. Yeah, that's huge. So this is the woman, Yvette Clark, the ninth wow. district of New York. I believe she is exclusively. It's made up of Brooklyn. I don't think it's is all it? Brooklyn, but it's it's. I don't think it's, it's all Brooklyn, but her, she controls. She basically represents most of Brooklyn. Wow. Um, this is the quote that she actually said in an event, said out loud in an event. Um, wow! I'll take her off the screen. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. We have a mm-hmm. diaspora that can absorb a significant number of these migrants. When I hear colleagues talk about, you know, the doors of the inn being closed. Uh, no room in the inn. I'm saying I need more people in my district just for redistricting oh. purposes. So that's, a, like that's the, a quote. That's a quote. <laughs> that's not the quiet part out loud anymore. That's part of the plan. No, that that's very very loud. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's not in even your face too. To be loud. And Imagine. Well, New York yeah, lost yeah, yeah. A, a congressional seat this past census. Yeah. Do you know how close the margin was? percent 89 people if the census takers had walked through the state of new york the entire state and found 89 additional people new york would not have lost a congressional seat so you understand just how small and how tight razor thin that margin is yeah that's one plane full by by joe biden's ghost flights easy that's just one that's just one. Right. If if a ghost flight lands in New York the day the census takers there, that's it. They they keep they keep a uh, they keep a seat. Yeah, and think about how that changes the entire view of the House of Representatives, right? Yeah. Because now all these new yeah. district seats are just 
filled suddenly, mm-hmm. kaboom, with new people, new voters who, yeah. who were let in by Biden, who, if you, you see some of the videos out there, they ask their opinion of Biden, they say they love him because he let us in, right? Yeah. And who wouldn't love him? Mm-hmm. So that means that you've got a group that's going to go vote Democrat forever? Yeah. I mean, imagine how many decades it would take to try to convince these folks to just vote a different way. Yeah. Imagine that but, makeup like Yeah. Oh. We've always been talking about how we need we need uh all of these people we don't want we don't want them to vote, right? We've been we've been yeah. thinking long game. The Democrats have been thinking the short game. And just so we were clear, the the makeup, like the number of people that had to be in a state for them to get a congressional district, I believe it was a couple hundred thousand. Get the exact one. The way the way it worked out in twenty twenty for the census. Um, that'd be 20 that doesn't take much because if 20 million people cross the border it only takes a couple hundred grand to set up a new district I mean you could stack the House of Representatives for decades yes forever that's the point really I mean that's the point I, I believe so it was, I believe it was 440,000 which is pretty much Ooh. a month at the border a month the border is like 300,000 right now yeah 300,000 that doesn't include of course the gotaways the people who don't get apprehended um, I, I believe it was about 440,000 might've been a little bit more than that. But when you understand that Joe Biden has brought in just this past year, over 3 million illegal aliens, right. And, and they're on pace to be bringing 300, 3.8 million illegal aliens. You, you divide that by the 500 some odd, however, whatever number yeah. it is that each blue state would need to get an extra congressional district. And they don't even need to vote in the next election. They just need right. to, t- six years from now, stop New York, California from losing, Illinois from losing an extra seat. Yeah. Wow. This is like masterful kind of yeah. manipulation of the immigration system to try to keep yourself in power. It sounds like one of those things that the current Democrats say that Trump would do, but they're actually yeah. doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he'll, he'll let in a bunch of people so that they vote for him and it's already happening now. Well, he tried to stop the census from counting people and wanted mm-hmm. them to count lawful residents yeah. by arguing that they shouldn't be counted because they're not under the jurisdiction of the United States. States. You can't prove that they actually live here because that's what that's what undocumented means, right? Yeah. If you say you're undocumented, and just so we're clear, when these illegal aliens are undocumented, it's deliberate. There are piles on the Mexican side of the border of passports, identity cards, birth certificates. They are throwing their documentation away because they don't want the federal U.S. government to be able to prove who they are. Now, that raises lots more questions. Mm -hmm. Is it because of their criminal record? Mm -hmm. Um, Is it because they've already been caught illegally entering the United States before, before there were biometrics in place? Sure. Um, Are they recipients of asylum in another country? Border Patrol has actually been walking along the border and they found asylum documents dumped on the Mexican side of the border showing that someone entered the United States, claimed asylum, but they had already been given asylum in a South American country. Wow. They qualified for asylum in wow. South America. So to say, to come to the U.S. and say, I'm in fear for my life, when another country has already basically assuaged that fear formally, literally. Yeah. yeah. It's all fraud. So the, the the undocumented aspect of it is deliberate. It's very deliberate. Wow. I mean, hey, when was the last time you got onto a plane and you, you didn't have an ID and you tried to board it? Has that happened oh, since 19... 19- ha- hasn't happened to me, mm. but I saw it happen a couple of weeks ago. I went to Florida with my family and you could tell. You could. I think I mentioned on the podcast, you could tell who these people were. They all had the same like gray sweatsuits on. They had flip-flops that you wouldn't trust for walking one inch out mm-hmm. of like, a, they look like spa flip-flops, like the flip-flops sure. you get for free at a spa if you want to take a shower and not have your feet touch the, the shower drain. Um, they, they were not walking flip-flops and they all had the same manila long, a big envelope, mm-hmm. which, yeah, I scooted over and I, and I looked over their shoulder to see what it is, had to. Couldn't take yeah, pictures of it. Yeah. Didn't feel comfortable yeah. doing that. But um, it, it was their release paperwork. It was their parole paperwork that they had been caught illegally entering the United States, but they claimed a credible fear that they would be exterminated. Like that. Wow. that's what asylum means. Means, yeah. Because right? it's actively wants to destroy you if you go back. 
And it's not just that they want to kill you or persecute you. It's they want to kill or persecute you because of who you are, right? Mm -hmm. Because of your race, ethnicity, religious, political stance, or membership in a persecuted social group. Those, that's it. Like, asylum doesn't apply to natural disasters. Like, it, it, there are other programs like Temporary Protected Status, TPS, um, humanitarian programs that could apply. But, like, hurricane, you don't just get to get asylum, right? Mm -hmm. So you, you look at the map of Central and South America. I'm sorry, th this isn't the 60s, 70s, 80s. You don't have Central American dictators taking dissidents aboard helicopters and dumping them into active volcanoes to disappear them, right? I mean, that's what was happening right. in, in, in wow. these regimes in the 60s, 70s, 80s. These are democracies. Uruguay, in the Freedom House ratings, Uruguay scored 96 out of 100 in terms of the Freedom Index. 96 out of 100. There, there are countries in South America that are rated as being freer than the United States. And they're escaping and, it. And, and yet they are actively walking through those countries and claiming that the only way they can be safe is by coming to the United States, which is ludicrous. It's ludicrous. And Josh, I was talking a little bit to you about this before we came on. You would be shocked. You would be shocked to learn just how far the asylum process has been expanded to open the doors even further. So You'd like at family members, um, they're starting to bring in like extra people. Is it um, I mean, the claims that they're making? Like I'm, I'm from this country. You got to let me in because of, uh, so, you know, water. Right. I don't have enough of it. They, or something. they want that. They want oh, that. Really? They, they want to call them really? climate refugees. Bullshit. And they ba they I mean, basically, really? <laughs> no, really, really. They Seriously. want to, they want to claim, they want to open it. That, that's the furthest off. That's going to be the hardest to claim. They want to basically say, that anyone who is affected by climate change yeah. could come to the United States as a climate refugee. Now, full transparency, these lunatics, like let's let's put on crazy people hats. I don't have a crazy person hat. Let's put on a crazy person hat and let's live in their little crazy world. I have a Biden they're, est hat. they're estimating that in like the next 50, 60 years, there's gonna be 1.2 billion people displaced by climate disasters. That's their estimate, not mine. So they are setting the stage for a policy that would explicitly be designed in this worst case doomsday hellscape scenario to let 1.2 billion people into the United States. Holy crap. Like they're setting real, the stage like, for it. But that's all you'd have to say is that it, it was just outside of the north. I got more rain in the desert than I should have that year mm -hmm. and I had to escape. Mm -hmm. We got two inches of snow in mm -hmm. Nevada in the high desert right mm -hmm. like it happens every once in a while and they could just roll in right mm -hmm. if they experience the same thing in their country that'd be wild like a hurricane or a mm -hmm. tornado or the village in kenya it's well ran dry the wow. only place we can get wow. water is america <laughs> that's that, but that, that's what they're saying Whoa. that's what they're claiming that our Whoa. that they want to open the door so that a kenyan Ooh. villager can say oh we didn't dig the well deep enough now they're not gonna send out a drilling crew to drill it deeper. No, they're not gonna like give them water. No, they're not gonna just have them go to the next country over. No, they're thirsty, damn it. So they get to come to America. We don't have any water. <laughs> we have no. water problems all over the place. Yes, and, and, and this is the evil part. Put, put the crazy person hat back on. We're in this evil hellscape oh. of our, our coasts flooding, our cities underwater, right? No access to clean drinking water, limited access to food. And the powers that be who are supposed to be governing in our interest want to set the stage for us to compete with 1.2 billion of the world's people for the food in this country. They're describing a scenario where if this was to come to pass, Josh, you and I would be murdering people for the last can of soup. Yeah. They're describing a scenario where they want us to murder two or three people for the last can of soup. Is a complete it's... violation of what Harding called lifeboat ethics, which is the idea that if the Titanic goes down and you're in the lifeboat, you can't bring everyone in. Otherwise, the lifeboat sinks too. 
Hardin, the philosopher, never envisioned a world where the ship captain on that's in your lifeboat would toss his own passengers overboard to bring strangers into lifeboat. That that didn't even cross his mind. Yeah. But that's what they're actually laying the groundwork for. That's the furthest away. The climate refugees, that's the furthest. It's not far. On, it's not far, and you you know it. I think in the back of your mind, you know that that's like right on the cusp, and that's the biggest worry, right? Because they'll use anything to create an excuse to open up the world to this crazy population, right? And it, it just made me think. I'm going to start calling you like Mad Max, right? Because you're going to have to dress the part. Yeah. We're going to have to get you a car because we're living in a dystopia, apparently. Yeah. But there's plenty of water all over the world. I mean, America's yeah. a lot of desert, right? I, I, I'd we- love to see your Mad Max get up. Oh, I dude, love to like, I'm, I'm ready for that. I don't know. If Not the new brown one. leather. <laughs> Not the new one. I want to do the Mel Gibson Mad Max, yeah, yeah, where, yeah, like, yeah, where they yeah, basically yeah. went to like Sports Authority and just got yeah. ho- like football and hockey pads. <laughs> I mean, like yes, that right? was bad. I like the new one. New one's fun. But sure. I think the other one is more realistic on what we'd be going through. People just wearing just like football helmets, football helmets, right? Are you wearing a tire? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, like the whole world is doom and gloom, and suddenly we have to be everybody's sugar daddy too, right? But we got to put that bill. This is the really crazy part. They're basically flooding the zone with these asylum changes, so that they can get everything they want if even one of them sticks, right? Forget about forget about um the climate disasters, right? Yeah. Do you know you can show up to the U.S. border and say that your spouse or intimate partner hit you? And that lets you in. Did you know that? Not a clue. Like I've never heard of such a thing. All I've ever heard on news and the like the, all the mainstreams domestic is that violence. It, the refugees. Domestic really? violence asylum claims. If you and 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 I, in my book, I love doing this. It's kind of a logical fallacy, but I love taking policies and like applying to them to these ridiculous examples, ridiculous hypotheticals. Yeah. And so in, in the book, I detail. Uh, a woman who lives in the southernmost village at the tip of Chile, right near Antarctica. And you know what? Tragedy, terrible, don't support it, don't condone it. Her husband hits her. She then endures an 150-day on-foot trek up through South America, across the barren wastelands of eastern Panama, up through Central America crossing international borders 15 times in this hypothetical, arrives at the U.S. border 15 times, by the way, also crossing in and out of her native Chile five times because of how you have to snake through, arrives at the U.S. border and says, thank goodness I'm finally safe from that, from that um, (laughs) (laughs) indigenous, indigenous fishermen. Yeah. Indigenous fishermen, like 15,000 kilometers away. Thank goodness. Finally safe. Well, That's how do you the that? Like, how do you call them up and say, hey, have you been beating your wife? They probably don't even have a phone, right? It's out in the middle of nowhere. They would, mm-hmm. It'd never be verifiable. So their claims can never be verified. So how can we, how can we in good conscience let them in then? Because if they're lying to get in, that's a crime. Yes. It's a crime. Yes. Crimes that you and I would have to answer to if we try to go to Mexico, right? Yes. We'd be arrested and deported like that because we got nothing to give the state yeah. of, or the country of Mexico. Our asylum laws are designed in the interest of trying to save people from slaughter. So if someone is fleeing genocide with the shirt on their back and, and they're plausibly claiming genocide, we don't send them back to the genocidal regime because they left a couple of pieces of paper behind to escape for the life. You know what I mean? So it's designed, it's not like a believe all women situation, but it's designed to give a little bit of deference to the fact that when people flee for their lives, they might not have all their paperwork in order. Yeah. Right. So you can't, you can't. And Josh, the UN estimates that between one third and one half of all women on the planet earth have been victims of domestic violence at some point in their life. 3.5 billion. If it's half the total population, right? Between one third and one half depends on the definition that they're starting to include like emotional abuse. Yeah. I was going to say, in the anthropology and all those women's studies classes, like things like me just saying no in a, in a forceful mm-hmm. way becomes some sort of microaggression yes. that turns into abuse, right? Yes. So even in a world where everyone could prove it, that would still allow upwards of half the women on earth to enter the United States. And that is only because 
they they have a very sexist policy of assuming that only women can be victims of, of sexual right. violence right. which right. if right. you go into places like china and southeast asia you'll find a very patriarchal system in the villages where the men and the fathers are in charge but when there's an equal playing field in the universities where they're imposing like artificial sexual parity right what you find is that the women are more abusive than the men and that the majority of domestic violence victims in these universities in asia show up as being men not women Abuse so if, abuse, if, if, yeah. if if that's the, if that's it then half the men could come in i mean well, i've dated, be, I've dated people whole... who, have, who have slapped me hit me really yeah but playfully they get drunk oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah yeah you know what i mean like that not like savagely beat me or anything. right but uh, every man has experienced that. If you haven't, you probably haven't dated enough women. <laughs> but like, but no, it, it's a situation where you're like, oh, you know what? If that was a man, I probably could defend myself. But I'm not gonna knock out someone I love. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, it, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so if that's the logic, then every man on earth could be able can, to can argue. Yes. Yeah, we do not have enough space for the world's population. It would. Nope utterly ravage mm -hmm. like locusts descending on a wheat field mm -hmm. all the resources available and it would be mm -hmm. it'd be worse than like the old robocop movie where it was just lawlessness in the streets and people laughed at the cops right the government mm -hmm. was a joke it was run by corporations did you see I mean, what happened was, in new york that would be what would left uh with with what the police stabbing officer. no huh no police officer on the streets of new york city i'm gonna see if i can find it oh got uh, kicked yeah and he told he told a, he told a group yeah. of migrants migrants i hate the word because all that means is that you went from one place to another, to another. these yeah. are illegal aliens who don't yeah. really have an asylum claim but filed the asylum claim because they know it'll take us years to adjudicate it um i'll go ahead and put it on the screen we yeah. don't have the audio but this is um That's fine. oh my this is yeah. a police officer who oh no it's not loading now my it'll get there loading. it'll get there here we go a police yeah. officer tells them to move along and the migrants pounce on the police officers start kicking them beating them oh my now, gosh are it, it, it does this look like someone who's saying thank you for saving me from from being slaughtered no, in my it, home country you know what i mean it looks like a new gang in new york we and have all, no fear of the police Sorry, and all the cops did was was tell them you're loitering move along i mean it's just it's it's falling into bedlam man it's there was a there was a cop in i believe it was texas um who went to arrest an illegal alien migrant and the illegal alien resisted cop had a heart attack and died and there's more of us coming yeah this is the start once they feel empowered to to attack law enforcement law enforcement i have a great deal of respect for and I, you know they, they are the forces that help keep us safe but when there's groups that show up who have no business being here yep. attacking our police keeping our streets safe right the real people that keep us safe then this is this is a new gang this is a this is someone trying to displace power these thugs no made fear bail. these thugs made bail wow I believe it was today or yesterday, someone was um, sentenced in January 6th, somewhere in the tune of 70 months behind bars because they shoved a police officer from behind. And I'm not saying don't shove police officers. I'm not yeah. saying you do it. Bad idea, right? But it's interesting that the book gets thrown at the conservative in at the Capitol on January 6th. He gets... 76 months in prison yes, for shoving but this little group of migrants migrants beat two cops Dude, and not only not only do they live to tell the tale but they also are released the, that night on their own recognizance guarantee you they disappear they're not in new york anymore <sighs> why, why would you stay look how close they are to their weapons too yeah. that's the thing mm -hmm. is that these cops were justified to start yeah. shooting if they had to they are being brutally attacked here yeah which is what think about the kind of patience they had in the face of total danger and not going to their weapons so yeah salute to them on that one but 
it's going to change, especially if these groups get even more violent. Max, what happened? This is a, this is this this is just starting, right? This is this is starting to come to a head. Yeah. There's going to be a point where there's groups in the United States who are fighting for their own interests, right? And they they are not citizens of the United States here. What happens then? Yeah. You know what happens if they start setting all, all the police cars on fire, fire engines? What happens when they start taking all your safety and comfort? Because yeah. that's what they're taking away. Yeah. No, it's it, 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 this is very real. If you told me that you were that we were going to have gangs of migrants drop kicking police officers in the face, I wouldn't believe you. But that video came out literally yesterday. Yeah. Right. So we we talked we talked about the domestic violence victims. Um. Do you know that you can claim asylum if there is gang activity in your home city? Do you know well, that? If you were a gang member, you could yeah. you could claim that you're trying to get out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh um, if, if you say, I don't want to live there, there's a little bit too much crime. They've now classified victims of gang violence as like a protected subset, a protected class, a, a social group that's being targeted. A social group? Yeah, yeah. They're criminal organizations. Yeah. <laughs> that's why um, they do what they do. If you're gay. Holy crap. If you're gay and show up at the border, <laughs> come on in, baby. Come on in. Yeah. The water's fine. Um, yeah. How do, you, how do you prove that one too? Like, sir, so you're a man, man or, or do I got to yeah. start with you and they, right? I mean, yeah. how do I how do I start? Like, I got to follow the the PC language on it, right? What do I say to them? And like, Josh, uh, it's it's fluid. It's fluid, baby. They're just going with the motion yeah. of the ocean. Oh, just mm, gay one day, day straight tomorrow. the next. It's right. a spectrum, baby. Right, I found it. I'm off. <laughs> I'm in. And and listen, if someone showed up the border and they were like an Iranian dissident and very publicly gay, and they said, "Listen, I am resisting the Iranian regime. If they catch me, they're going to bring me to the tallest building and they're going to throw me off and kill me." Yeah, that's a legitimate asylum claim, right? Yeah, it would be. So, so it is possible for that to be a legitimate asylum claim. But Josh, you don't hear of the extermination of homosexuals in Central America. Never. Oh, oh. You don't hear that. Yeah. Now, conservative villages, towns might not take kindly sure. to that, um, which that's not nice. Treat everyone with respect. But it's not a pogrom. It's not a genocide. It's not extermination yeah. Yeah. because of your own personal sexual proclivities. Um, so if you show up and you say you're gay and you're worried that you're going to get killed because you're gay, being a member of the LGBT community mm-hmm. is a persecuted social group. So how many people worldwide do you think are gay? Like know. the percentage, couple Goes hundred million. Goes, Goes up right? every day. Right. So that that many people would be allowed to enter the United States too. Mm-hmm. So so far we've covered the entire population plus, mm-hmm. so plus 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 the number. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's keep going. I mean, oh, we're, 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 we're not even do? necessarily done like done with that. So okay. you can't you can't prove whether someone likes boys or girls. Like that isn't no. like that isn't literally provable. I we mean, you could look at their diary and maybe they wrote in their diary, "Dear yeah. diary, I think Bill's really cute." You know, what I mean, like maybe they did right, that, right, right. but that's not proof. It's on the other side of the board, right? Anyway. It's I mean, not they proof. Dumped it. They dumped it. Josh, you could be you can get asylum. This this one blew my mind. Uh, a case in the last year and a half, Ninth Circuit, of course, you can qualify for asylum if you're worried you'll be killed because people think you're gay, but you're not actually gay. So an unseen specter is enough reason to come in and be... Wow. There is a Guatemalan woman who demanded, (laughs) demanded asylum. Because she spun, it's a ridiculous tale really? that she started wearing women, sorry, started wearing men's clothes. She started wearing pants. And apparently her village is hardcore Leviticus, no sure. pants on the women. Yeah. The village, according to her telling the story, by wearing pants to work, the village convinced themselves that she was gay and then tried to lynch her. Oh my gosh, that's horrible. When she sh- when she applied for asylum, she made the argument that she is a member of a persecuted social group. The persecuted social group is Guatemala. 
sorry, it's just so funny. Guatemalan women with masculine features who might be mistaken for being gay and targeted accordingly. That was the protected social group that she tried to claim that she was a member of. I can't keep track of the social groups anymore. (laughs) Wow. That's not how the social groups are supposed to work. Like, so let's say that you are, let's say you are, let's say you are gay and you're an organizer of Mm. a gay pride parade. Okay. As a member of the organization organizing the parade, you could, and if the government was threatening to throw you in prison because of it, you could plausibly say, I'm being targeted because of my membership in a social group, right? Because it's an organization, you want to put on a parade? All because of the parade. They're going to kill you because of the parade, right? What they've taken is they've taken that concept and given everyone membership in that LGBT plus community if they happen to have the same sexual orientation. So it doesn't matter that this person over here had nothing to do with the parade. He could plausibly Plausibly. have gone. He could, he didn't, but he could have joined and he would have had membership. And maybe the government might think he has membership. So come on in, come on in. Yeah. Bring your side. But no, the ninth circuit, protected that Guatemalan woman by saying, but they, they tossed out the whole, a social group of women with masculine features. They tossed that out. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and they also didn't explain why it's easier for her to come into America than it is just to stop wearing pants. I, I'm trying to read into that. Why? Yeah. Like all of these things, it seems like there are really easy, simple solutions that they toss aside and instead engage in this like international odyssey. Like they're like Odysseus trying to get home, right. walking across the world when it could have just been fixed if they stopped wearing pants. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is real. They said that you don't have to be gay to claim membership. Mm-hmm. You can have membership in the social group if other people could plausibly think you're gay. That would be anybody and everybody. So, Any, anybody could make that claim. A, metro, a metrosexual fashion sense is now a protected class that can qualify someone for asylum. You're making the claim that skinny jeans could get people yes. into the U.S.? Yeah. I hate you. Like, that was the moment where I thought to myself, I'm not going to buy the book now. And you can't, it's, it's crazy. Wow. This is all crazy. But it's all 100% real. Right? You, yeah. If you just had feminine features. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you were male. Or you had masculine features as female, like like that lady. It would be, it'd be easy to walk right in, and it'd be protected. And there, yeah. the thing is, is there, 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 there's case law that has dealt with it, mm-hmm. and makes it legitimate, right? Because there's case law. Yeah, they want to give asylum to economic migrants, Josh. That just says that just recognizes the very, very real reality that, with the exceptions of like four, five, six countries. The United States is a better place to live for your financial prosperity than anywhere else on earth, right? Yeah, yeah. But what they're trying to say is that people can stop themselves from being deported by arguing that sending them back would hurt their bottom line. <laughs> that could be every every nation on everyone. Everyone. So you, see, you see what I mean when when they when they've created all these new asylum qualifications and they've made them so freaking broad that you can qualify for being gay but you actually don't have to say you're gay you just have to say that maybe you dress a little bit weird i mean, I mean like yeah. you don't even have to claim you're gay right. you can say that other people think once. you're gay yeah you can say other people think you're gay yeah. and and you qualify they've made it so broad that if even one of these sticks and is allowed to stay on the books anyone on earth as long as they know about it can right. plausibly plausibly come in the country there's a big thing the last couple of years when i think it was uganda in, in um africa um had these anti-gay laws yeah the number of ugandan men who were protected from deportation on the basis of them being gay skyrocketed to a ridiculously sure. high proportion sure and can you blame them yeah, I, I don't blame them personally no. um but they're using the system yeah they're using the system to not go back to Uganda. 
So how do you hammer out a border deal when half the people in power want this to continue? That's where we, that's where we get to this. Bull. This is the Schumer Lankford border deal. Um, increasing green cards to 50,000 a year work <laughs> permits for the adult children of H1B holders. Last time I checked the problem in this country wasn't that H1B, which is foreigners taking Americans jobs that let's just be very clear about that. There is a very small minority of H1B workers that really need to be here like there are some very specialized like 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 if the soviet union was to fall today i could see like nuclear scientists falling under h1b you know what i mean like like there are very specialized examples of that but the vast majority of companies that use h1b to fill their workforces do so because it's cheaper it's cheaper and they can get away with paying them less yeah. and they can and they can factor in the benefit of being allowed to come into the united states into their total package so they can get away with paying them a little bit less. Um, immediate work permits for every illegal alien released into custody. Just blows custody. my mind on that one. That yep. one's like, that's, that's crazy. Taxpayer funded lawyers for unaccompanied children and mentally incompetent aliens. I guarantee you if this passes, the number of mentally incompetent aliens will skyrocket. Will skyrocket. 5,000 of these illegal alien migrants will still be allowed into the U.S. per day. Zero. We'll start there. We'll start at zero. Joe Biden would only be allowed to close the border after, on average, 5,000 people enter every day. You'd never be able to control that. So you'd have to wait for the running average, whether it's three days, seven days, whatever, to hit 5,000. Or... If you can prove in any one day, 8,500 came across. Then, and only then, would he be allowed to close the border. Josh, that still means that like 1.8 million illegal aliens will get in every year. That's, That's what 5,000 a day means. This is not a, this is a complete sellout. Yeah. Of America by Chuck Schumer. Yeah. Like, What do we like when when the state no longer recognizes our authority? How do we recognize theirs? Yeah, that's just all that's coming to mind here because this is this is turning into something awful, like to the point where we may not be able to come back from if it goes south. Yeah. You know what I mean? I um, that's got me really worried. We we're closer than ever. I am a. I'll take this off the screen for a little bit. I am. I have been a, a steadfast supporter of like Greg Abbott. Ron DeSantis, their policies of taking illegal aliens and sending them to blue cities, blue states. If these places want to be sanctuary cities and they're proud of it, let them find the room in their budget for everything they've promised to do for years. I feel incredibly bad, though, for the people of Chicago. Josh, the city of Chicago, when a Greyhound bus arrives, I believe it's called Union Station, there is a city of Chicago official there to warmly greet these illegal aliens and to take them to a shelter. While in the shelter, there is someone from the city government there to walk them through the process of applying for a stipend that will give them $9,000 over a six month period to pay for an apartment. If they get that apartment and they don't hit the lottery and all of a sudden become rich, the city is at least is suggesting that they'll pay for it indefinitely beyond the six months. But like if, if all of a sudden they, they, they bring in a six figure salary, it would get cut off. But I think we can all get out of that fantasy land and understand that they're just going to be living in free housing. That comes out to $1,500 a month. While the average, the median rental price in the city of Chicago is around 2000. That is really skewed by the expensive areas in the city that you can live in. Right. You start going into South Chicago, the areas that we all know are where like the violence happens, but not, not even just violence, just like the, the more call more diverse areas, whatever. Um, the average median price of a rental apartment goes down a lot. So in South Chicago, you can get a four bedroom apartment, three bedroom apartment for less than $1,500. Right. So Josh, 
I'm, I don't know if, if you've ever spoken to a financial analyst or a financial advisor, but generally they say that you shouldn't spend more than 30% of your income yeah. on your Housing. rent or your mortgage. Yeah. So if you assume that these illegal aliens are spending every cent of that $1,500 a month stipend, that means in order to live in that $1,500 a month apartment, you would need to have an income of $60,000 per year to comfortably live in it, right? 1500 divided by 0.3, mm -hmm. 5,000 times 12, 60. The median income in neighborhoods that are 90% black or even 75 plus percent black is $23,000 a year. The city of Chicago is taking illegal aliens right off of the bus and they are giving them enough money to go into African-American neighborhoods and pay for apartments that the local residents of the neighborhood, the average, the median, would need to triple their salary in order to be able to comfortably afford it. Max, the kind of social stress that's going to create yep. is going to burst. Like when one group starts displacing the other and it's their homes, they either one group either leaves or both groups wore it out until somebody stays, right? I, that feels like a dirty, dirty trick, a dirty plan. That's how that would you would feel? cause problems. How would you feel if you're a, a black person oh, I'd be living furious. in this neighborhood and you see that the apartment that you've had your eyes on and you and you say, I, one day I'm going to be able to move my family in there. You find that it's being occupied by an illegal alien family who's been in the country less than a week. And it's the state, it's the city government paying for their rent, paying for their rent. The same city government that told the community organizers in your neighborhood that there wasn't enough money to help you. And they've oh. told you that for decades. Josh, in these yeah. communities, there's upwards of 20, 25% unemployment. The city is meeting them at Union Station and helping them get jobs. So, so they could have helped American poor. Yes. They're putting All them the way. They're putting them in apartments that the rest of the community would love to rent, but they can't afford it. They're giving them jobs that the communities are desperate for. Right. For. Right? They're giving them food access to food when the number one complaint in these African-American neighborhoods is that they're food deserts, that there's yeah. nowhere for them to get healthy, affordable food. Right? They're giving them childcare. They're giving them childcare so that if these illegal aliens get a job, they don't have to worry about their kids being watched. What, how, how many, you can, you can imagine how many two-parent households would love to have two incomes, but they can't because the mom or the dad has to stay home and watch the kids. Max, all these are... benefits, they're conferring all these benefits to people, Josh, who have no right to be here. They have no connection no. to the community. No. Mm -mm all because they stood up at a podium a couple years ago to make themselves feel good and said, we're a sanctuary city. And they're so invested. They're so invested in, in the, the gaslighting. They're so invested in, in trying to make everyone feel good that they can't admit it was a bad idea. That they have to say, we've always been like this and we will always be like this. So Josh, I'm terrified because this mayor of, of Chicago, Brandon Johnson, I don't, I don't support political violence. I don't, but people get shot in Chicago for a lot less. Less. Max, people get Max. shot and killed in Chicago for a lot less. You spearhead, you spearhead a program that is literally, wow. literally stealing from these communities, uh, opportunities, jobs. Mm -hmm. um, we covered on the show how expensive the nurses are that they're paying for these illegal sure. aliens, uh, the overtime. It's insanity. People are shot in Chicago for less, and I hope it doesn't happen. But yeah. they keep going down this road. You're going to see violence. Max, imagine being in the black community, right? And having Democrats for decades telling you, we're here to help you. We're here to help you. Yeah. And their lifestyle, their livelihood remains at a certain level or lowers over time, right? Because of whatever reason. And then suddenly a group comes in that is being handed everything. Do you think? those black communities will ever vote Democrat again. 
here's the problem, Josh. They had an election last year in Chicago. They, they call them nonpartisan elections. But every candidate was either a Democrat or a former Democrat. The runoff was between two Democrats. Democrats. There hasn't been a Republican elected mayor in Chicago since 1927. There is no Republican Party of Chicago. They have gamed the system. They have tricked these people into thinking that they actually care for their interests. There is no fail safe. There is no safety valve. There is nowhere for them to turn. There was a man right after Christmas who stood up at a city council meeting and begged President Trump to help them. They don't have anyone else to turn to. Yeah. There's no Republican, local Republican. The only one they know who could even conceivably have their back is President Trump. Yeah. That's the only one they know of. There's no one else. Yeah, yeah it's they're, they're in a freedom desert in Chicago. They just don't have no one to represent them anymore. And that, that might change in, in this election, Max. There might be something different that, that ends up happening. I mean, hopefully you start seeing a change. Because if not, that means they're trying to replace those groups and those towns that have been predominantly black for, for decades, right? I mean, they'll do more for, Democrats will do more for foreigners and illegal aliens than they will do with Americans. Yeah. And they're and, Ameri and, and you know, you know, you know, you're in Colorado, you're in the Denver area. You know that Denver had a big, Mike proud Johnson. program yeah. mm -hmm. to help get homeless people off the streets. And you know that the majority of that funding last year didn't go to help homeless Americans. It went to help put these illegal aliens in shelters. Yes, it, it you was know so, that it's so it was so bad here that all the local uh, television stations were asking for donations to migrants yes. Yes. for this year. Yes. You know what I mean? That, yeah. it, it, was, it was it was a complete change. And it was like, wait a minute. What about the poor here? Josh, it sounds awful, but I care about them. <laughs> I, I, I am. I, I spent the last 10 months writing this book, which it's coming out. In the next couple of days, I can't control how long it'll take Amazon, but Conservatives Guide to Winning Every Immigration Argument. Um, I'm getting mad rereading my own words, Josh. I get mad reading your words, yeah. <laughs> Josh, you remember the PPP program? PPP. Wait, no. Hold remember on. The Free loan, phones? the pandemic, the pay paycheck protection program. Program. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That was to give small business owners money so that mm -hmm. they didn't have to lay off their employees. Why? Because the data was showing that when people get laid off and business owners lose their businesses, not only does that hurt the economy, but just to be very clear, they kill themselves. They kill themselves. One of, one of the, the strongest antecedents to suicide is financial crisis. It's one of the strongest, oh. all of the studies show. There's other, there's other reasons that people commit suicide, but one of the strongest antecedents that have the strongest correlation and, and likelihood to cause it is serious financial crisis. So the small business administration said, okay, we got to do something about this. We, we can't have this. We're going to give you all this money, pay, pay, pay their paychecks, um, keep the business afloat. And, and, and you know, you don't even have to pay it back. That's how worried about this. They were, you don't even have to pay it back. You just, just keep it. Just, just make sure people stay working. Josh, you know, that eventually that program ran out of money, right? Sure did. And you know that there were American business owners who, on the tail end, tried to get funding to save their businesses, save their employees' jobs, but they were turned away because they ran out of money. Yes. Did you also know that funding from the PPP program was dispersed to illegal aliens? That I did not know. Yes. Who? Like, what sectors? Illegal alien? Technically, you can be an illegal alien business owner. It's technically possible. Technically possible. So, I mean, listen, the PPP program had a ton of fraud in it. So I, I guess we have to really dive in to look at it. People yeah. were doing PPP loans and buying Maserati. So th there's a lot of fraud in it, but they did qualify. And there were government programs specifically to inform immigrant and illegal alien communities that they would qualify. So a program designed to stop American business owners from killing themselves gave some of this finite amount of money to illegal alien businesses, business owners, employees, turned away on the back end American businesses, left them to 
as the data suggests, go kill yourself. And they have the balls to pat themselves on the back. We did it, guys. We did it. Max, what happens when an illegal alien business goes under? I mean, do they go after the people for well, money? Employ, I mean, if they're undocumented, how do you go after them? They employ people, right? So, like, if there's yeah. like a if there's like a taco truck or whatever, I I, 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 I don't know. Well, I, I, like it's, e- it's, e- it's easier to do this in like a state like California, yeah. where they would probably give business licenses than it would be in Texas, right? So there are certain states where this would be easier. But if you have a restaurant and you're technically undocumented, or maybe you're using a, a fraudulent stolen social security number, that's sure. the other way you could do it. Um, yeah, listen, th- there's a financial consequence to a business like that going under, both in terms of the overall economy um, and, the empl- and the employees and, and the shareholders, right? Mm-hmm. But you would think that a program like that would prioritize making sure that every American who needed it got the money yeah. before we said, okay, we have a little bit left over. You're a foreigner who's in the country illegally. Okay, well, we don't want you to kill yourself either. So we've helped every American. Here, here's the leftover money. You can apply for it. That's like, sorry, that's that's the common sense yeah. way. But that's only common sense if the government actually gives a shit about its own people. If you operate from the assumption that the government doesn't actually give a shit about Americans. And as we talked at the, at the start, just wants bodies in the seats, bodies in their districts so they don't lose yeah. their congressional seat when the census comes around, right? Then this all starts to make sense. Yeah. See why I'm why I get really angry yeah. for reading my own book. <laughs> it's really it's really making me mad. And the American people get slapped twice, right? Because they're paying the taxes on these people that come in, so they're giving away your yeah. money. Like you're being taxed on every end of it, and it's going yep. to someone else, not even other Americans, not even to you. Yeah. Right. They don't care about you anymore. Yep. Yep. There was a woman uh, I put in the book, a woman in Col- in Colorado who had her identity stolen by an illegal alien in Kansas. That's just close enough for the IRS to say, no, that's not someone who stole your identity. That's you working in two states right next to each other. She had to spend a decade, upwards of a decade, fighting for her identity back to the point where she showed up to the IRS offices in Denver with her high school yearbook, trying to prove that she was who she said she was. And that she didn't owe the taxes that the illegal alien owed, but wasn't withholding. Holy crap. She only found out because she went to get a loan and her debt to income ratio was, was through the roof messed up. Yeah. Wow. And I think that person could just disappear. Yeah. Right. Because it wasn't their identity that was destroyed. You know, this attacks at the very fabric of what it means to be American, Max. There's no longer a United States anymore. At least there, there's no longer a United States. Max, we don't have a country anymore. Man. So what do we do? I mean, there's things I want to say, but I got to be very careful because I don't oh, want the FBI no. knock on my door. No, 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 trust me. I, yeah. I, that's one of the reasons I'm rereading before I publish. Um, I have some very choice words for yeah. what I call the alphabet people in the conversation about how homosexuality should qualify someone for asylum. Uh, I have some very choice words for the alphabet people and their penchant for acronyms. Um, uh, yeah, no, it, it, it's very rough. Josh, even all that aside, people are, are dying, right? There is a non-zero number. Listen, there is a non-zero number of Americans who have been beheaded in public parks by illegal aliens. Josh, I found like four cases of it. Four. And what the left says, now now it's, it's hard because there's actually a couple of really terrible accidents um, where it might've just been an accident, but there is without a doubt in the last couple of years too, where they quite literally beheaded their victim, cut his heart out and left the pieces for the children to find the next morning. Messed up. What the left says is you can't say that illegal immigration was to, was to blame. I, they say illegal aliens actually are more law-abiding than Americans. I'm sorry. I've never heard of an American citizen beheading a kid in a park. No. I've never heard of them, them 
going all Indiana Jones Temple of Doom and ripping out someone's heart and leaving it on a playground just to send a message. Like that that's not real, right? And even if even if we operated under the assumption that the average illegal alien is less likely to cut someone's head off in a city park and rip out their heart for, for neighborhood children to find. Even if we're going to accept that likelihood, that's not how you measure the risk to the American people, right? Because the risk isn't measured by your likelihood of being beheaded in a park. It's measured by the total number of people who get beheaded. It's like with drunk driving, right? They say right. it's not they, zero. They, they, they say that illegal alien drunk drivers are actually illegal aliens are less likely to drive drunk than Americans. So actually, you should thank us because we're we're decreasing the odds that you will be killed by a drunk driver. But that's not how you measure it because there are dozens of people every year who get killed by illegal alien drunk drivers who wouldn't have gotten killed if the illegal alien wasn't in the country. Right. Definitionally, there wasn't a drunk American tailgating that illegal alien ready to hit the car too if the illegal alien wasn't there, right? These are people who would have gotten home safe. Wow. You can't say that they'd be safe their entire life. Maybe they'd hit get hit right. by an American drunk driver down the road. But in that moment, the only reason they were killed is because the illegal alien got in the country, was released into the country, was given a driver's license in many of these states, and allowed to drive drunk. There's a case in, in Colorado. I'm sure you saw it. The guy had been in and out of jail, of courtroom, like four or five times on drunk driving. They yeah. finally let him out, and he killed a mother and her daughter, or her son. Like in no I think time it was later. A, I'm sure you saw it. Yeah. He literally, they let him out while he was waiting to be sentenced for his last illegal alien drunk driving crime. Yeah. And before that, they adjudicated two drunk driving crimes together. If you or I had a history of driving drunk, we lose our license forever. And if they ever caught us driving again, they'd lock us up. Forever. See, for us, it's zero strikes. Yeah. But for illegal aliens, it's, I'm sorry, in, in the interest of DEI and inclusion, we got to let this guy kill the mother and child. It's insanity, Josh. It's insanity. It just and doesn't feel like my country anymore. The only person who seems to give a shit is Donald Trump. And whether I, I think he I think he genuinely cares. Yeah. I think there's a little bit of it that it's a really important political issue, certainly, right? But when you see this border deal, that this is what the GOP has to offer. Right. That they're okay with with allowing 1.8 million illegal aliens to enter the country before Biden's allowed to do anything at the border. They are literally saying they're okay with Americans being killed. Access with a non-zero yeah and this says so much more they're going to take black communities they're going to crumple them up and throw yeah. them away that's what's that's what democrats are doing right now yeah tell your friends yeah yeah hit that share button subscribe your if, you, if you like the show um i i feel like i'm taking crazy pills writing this book reading rereading this book proofreading this book which will be coming out in any day now um it's really infuriating but I, I feel to... like you see this border deal coming down the pike. If I don't release this book now, mm -hmm. it's too late. It's too late. And like they're they're getting mad saying, oh, Trump doesn't want to pass this border deal. He wants to everything to be bad. No, Trump recognizes that if you fix the border, there's going to be no incentive to fix it again. Right. And, and here's yeah. how it works. Here's how it works. Put it back on the screen before we end. What happens when 5,000 migrants enter the day, enter the U.S. in a day? We're, we're supposed to believe that that means the border's closed. But that's not what it means. No. That just means that the 5,000 and first illegal alien doesn't get paroled, caught and released, and sent into the interior. All of a sudden, this changes the calculus, and it's no longer worth it for illegal aliens to turn themselves over. Now it's back to being a foot race. Now it's back to being a foot race where they right. want to escape. Whereas right, right now they want to be caught. It'll be like wet feet, dry feet in Florida, yes. right? Yes. They'll get so, to a magic line. If you pass this bill without doing anything for border security, no more border walls, right? Not even like new technology that they always get really happy about. They're not getting nearly enough border patrol to handle that change in the calculus of running away. You're just going to have the same problem without the rubber stamp that you're legal. Um, 
I'm so angry. Like everything inside me is exploding. I'm trying not to say things that gets me visits from people. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like I want, yeah. I want to tell people what they should do. Right. I, I want to tell them what, what should happen. But if I do, I don't, Obviously, I don't live in a country where I feel like I have freedom of speech if I'm afraid to say that. I'm afraid to say those things, right? I don't live in a free society. I don't have to live in a society that's for America. What I live in is a society, or, or at least a Democrat party, who's deep within politics trying to replace Americans with cheap votes. I'll, I'll leave you with this. I don't want to leave too much. There's a lot in the book. Buy the book when it comes out, everyone. But um, I'll leave you with this. This came out this week from the Daily Caller. Um, a government memo admits that a terrorist was caught at the border last year, allowed to, was paroled, caught and released into the interior and allowed to wander amongst us for almost a year before. And the reason that happened is that the FBI said oh it, it's 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 a it's a mismatch he, he has a similar name but not the same name as the al-shabaab terrorist with a history of trafficking explosives and weapons he's close but not the same so they let him out lo and behold let's run that name again like 10 months later oh no it is exactly the same person and i'll tell you if in case you ever wondered whether the fbi could do its job if it actually wanted to they found this illegal alien in two days. Woo! Yeah. So they can do the job. Like if they said, holy, because they said, holy crap, yeah, yeah. we let a literal terrorist. Like not like, a, like I know people in college who had Irish sounding last names. Yeah. Irish names that just happened to be the same name as an IRA terrorist from like the 1970s, right? Very obviously not the same person because they weren't alive in the 1970s, but they still got stopped at TSA because it sure. was a mismatched name. That's not what we're talking about. This was literally the guy. Literally let, uh, the terrorist. With ties to explosives. Like those guys know what they're doing. Right? His deal was trafficking explosives. <laughs> what the? That was his deal. And they let him into the country, let him wander around. And to their credit, when they realized that's an idiotic thing to do, they found him in two days. I like to think now that if they actually were allowed to do their job and wanted to do their job, they could actually get all these people. I think the FBI is incredible at what they do when they are allowed to do it yeah. in a legal manner. But right now, the... It just feels like somebody's pulling too many strings and too many letter organizations. Again, I just don't want people visiting us in the night and rolling away. But is it your country? You know, it, are 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 you worth? Are you worth it? Is the country worth it for you? Would that be something you would fight for? Yeah. Because right now you 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 don't have one. You're being replaced with a cheap vote. Which, mind you, Max, imagine when the robots show up and there's no cheap jobs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There's the no most, food service. In industry. most states, in most states, a plurality of jobs. So not like most jobs, but like the most common job is truck driver. What do you think happens when the Tesla truck and that technology yeah. replaces yeah, the most common job mm -hmm. in most states? Mad Max, what is your outfit going to look like before as we close this up? I'll play the music because I want to know, like, oh. if you're going to have like a uh, end of the world clothes, what's it going to be? Oh, I don't know. Probably, probably some kind of kind of antler. I'd probably want to incorporate some kind of antlers into the design. Brave, um, I like that. Yeah. Um, I, I I want eye and ear protection because yeah. people think it's not cool, but it is cool. There's nothing fun about tinnitus. Um, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Probably incorporate some kind of actual eye and ear protection, maybe like a retrofitted like hockey mask or something. Good. Um, Good. It's creative. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then uh and then just walk around and do whatever you do in, in a Mad Max hellscape. I've got a Darth Vader knockoff with a mask that breathes with a microphone into it. I'm gonna set speakers yeah. up on the shoulders, talk through those. Send the message, right? When you, you'd you be, can like throw in a voice changer. <laughs> you'd be you'd be the guy in charge of collecting the mother's milk. That's Josh.
What was that? Hold on, I'm trying to remember. That was the they were milking people, um, for for the leader. Remember the, yeah. the leader, the the, yeah. the newer one, a couple of years ago. They had yeah. mother's milk. That. I gotta go look it up again now because I remember watching part it's of that and I was like, "Oh, that's so good. disgusting!" So they're, I'm they're to, just, are you they're milking me? humans? They're just milking <laughs> humans. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, everyone's got a specialty, right? I mean, <laughs> what's your job gonna be? I'm the I'm the mother. I'm, I'm milker. Just... I'm the I'm the milkman. <laughs> like just like an old timey costume with like a little hat, blue with a little thing of milk jug. I'm the milk right, man. just delivering them. That's your That's wrestler awful. name. That's this your wrestler name. I'm the milkman. Milkman. <laughs> milkman. I'm the milkman. Say hi to your wife for me. <laughs> and my son. Yeah. I'm the milkman. Same color <laughs> eyes as your son. <laughs> oh. uh, well, that's Again, it. That's it. I don't know where that went, but it went. Gotta somewhere. find a way to laugh because yeah. it's literally in the process of falling apart. Yeah. Um, so this book will be out in the next couple days. Um, I'll, I'll post links everywhere. Um, check it out. It's important. The fight is now. Um, so we got to get in the, get in the fight. Yeah. Any final words? No. Don't say No. <laughs> Don't say anything that will get you visits by ninjas at night. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. That's all. That's all. And, and never presume that the government doesn't already know. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. If if you're being targeted by the government, or yeah. you think you're someone the government w- might want to take out, don't presume that they don't already know everything about you. They don't have a legal, constitutional way to do it. But if you lie to them, it's bad. Well, that's it for this edition. If you All like right. the podcast, subscribe. Subscribe. Links in the description. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. My, my name is Max McGuire. I'm Josh Hammerling. Remember, everyone, the fight to take back the country, it's not even close to over yet, but the only way we win is if we all snap and fight together. See you next time.